Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Wendy Sellers here with JC and Nicole Griffin. Hi. Hi. So we're talking about best practices, best HR practices for fast growth companies uh, who were probably startups a hot minute ago and for whatever reason exploded and realized, you know what? Or maybe they don't realize, but we tell it. We're telling them that, hey, (laughs) you need to get your HR ducks in a row. Uh, Our guest here, Nicole, has a lot of experience in this and is one of my go-to resources for this. Uh, She seems to have a little bit more, um, oh, I don't know, calmness about her than I would. (laughs) (laughs) What we want to talk about uh, in this episode is using data-driven decisions. This is hard for small companies. Yeah. This is this is a really tough one and kind of goes into, Wendy, what we talked about in the earlier episode about, you know, maybe the basic needs, you're focusing on talent acquisition and, and development. And then you need to really start as you as you continue on, maybe after the first one to two years, looking at, okay, data, how are we collecting this data? And high growth companies and fast growth companies must have HR teams that can partner with senior leaders to coach managers and and executives and have a deep understanding of the business's operations. So fast-growing companies have HR teams who are well above average in employee communications, inclusion and belonging, well-being and mental health, and creating dashboards where managers can view the team's KPIs, or some companies are now calling those OKRs, which is basically goal progress every day. And there's so many things you can measure. You can measure headcount to evaluate your full-time, part-time, temporary, and contingent uh, employees. Uh, Headcount is 70% of an organization's budget towards its people costs on average. Uh, You can look at turnover rates, and knowing your turnover rates can help you plan for future workforce needs. Uh, there's diversity and equity and inclusion are also top initiatives and key to fast-growing startups because research indicates that diverse workforces are more innovative, they perform better, and they can help expand a company's pool of prospective customers. So there's there's so many pieces of data to look at, employee engagement, which we talked about before, or ENPS, uh, and then, of course, the talent acquisition process. Uh, we we mentioned how a bad hire can cost a company 240k. So uh, in the talent acquisition process, we can look at the trajectory of um, you know the quality of the hire, the revenue per employee, the performance of turnover in key jobs, dollars of revenue lost due to position vacancy, applications per role, all kinds of data. Interestingly, yeah, Wendy, an Oracle survey. Of global HR and finance professionals found 89% said HR, metric, HR metrics could help them plan for the future of their workforce. But according to that Harvard Business Review 
survey, 51% of HR respondents said that they could perform predictive or prescriptive analytics. And 89% agreed strongly that my HR function is highly skilled in using that data to determine future workforce planning currently. That sounds all good from the big company perspective, but from the small business perspective, that gets hard, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, not many CEOs are very confident with human capital metrics. And in fact, they don't even know what they are. Uh, For the listeners, um, on November 9th, uh, we'll be doing a training on HR metrics through Aurora's platform. So if you're interested in figuring out, hey, where the heck do I even start? Because it is overwhelming. I mean, we just heard Nicole say a bunch of things, and I do this for a living, and my head was about to explode when she was saying that. (laughs) I'm I'm still trying to do the math myself. (laughs) You know, and the reason I want to bring this up, I mean, I know we're we're having fun here, but is it is overwhelming. And um, I always tell people who come to me whether they are wearing the HR hat or they're, you know, just dabbling in HR is like, let's find out what your CEOs want. Let's not use any terminology. Let's just do some soul searching and ask a lot of questions uh, and find out what they really want. And then let's go backwards and figure out how can we get them that information? Because we're not always using the same terminology and that could be very confusing. So with that said, you know, just uh, HR metrics, oh, they can help so much. But many of these small businesses, they're not going to have, they're not, they don't think they have the data to pull the metrics together. Right, Nicole? No. Yeah. They're oftentimes they don't have those dashboards that we're talking about that larger companies have set up to look at these metrics on a, on a daily or a monthly basis. And like you said, Wendy, their executive teams aren't necessarily even talking about some of those HR metrics when they have their weekly uh, executive meetings. Nicole, some of this math is really complicated though, but from, a high level from a large perspective. Do you know what what 10 things are that you could always count on? Turnover. <laughs> Turnover. No, no, uh, your fingers. That's all I have. Back to you. <laughs> okay, yeah. turnover of 10 fingers. <laughs> You're funny, JC. Funny, funny. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, wrapping up this section here before we go on to our last se- session. Uh, it, it's just, it's super important for anybody who's listening today and who is wearing even the little bit of the HR hat is to look into your data systems, whatever that might be. It literally might be an Excel sheet, but it might just be a payroll system. All of us have payroll, even if it's just from QuickBooks. You got to start somewhere and you got to export information and then start gathering information that you can. I'd rather you uh, present information to your executives with saying, hey, this is 85% accurate and I can't get the other 15% without going backwards and, and you know getting more temporary bodies or whatever. But I'd rather at least give them information to say this is 85% accurate versus pretending this is 100% accurate or no, I don't have 100% accuracy, so I'm not going to give you any information. Right, Nicole? 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you made a great point about these uh, payroll or HRIS systems. Uh, Really, when you're evaluating these systems, uh, whether you're a business owner or an HR professional, take a look at what's going to work for your company that's in that fast growth mode. See what kind of reporting options they have. Some of them have better reporting options than others. And so if you're really trying to capture that data, perhaps select a provider that can, can really partner with you to deliver that data that you're seeking. And Nicole, if you don't have one of these multi-million dollar systems and you're more on the smaller business side, you did talk about some key metrics in the beginning that we could hone in on. What are a few simple ones that we should consider as originating building blocks to get started? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, the, the talent acquisition metrics are typically pretty uh, standard to set up and you don't need a complicated system uh, per se to take a look at that. Uh, the compensation piece, uh, just you know, taking a look at, at those metrics to make sure that you're at least paying within the market expectations uh, and and benefits are pretty critical these days too. So once you have the money to reinvest in those benefits and making sure that you're benchmarking as best as you can in your industry. And would it be safe to say that if that's still a little bit too much for me, I could probably call either you or, or Wendy or someone to help me out, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we're here for it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up this session real quick here, and we'll be back for our next topic, which is about complicated policies. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.